0: Welcome back to Daf HaShavuah as we're making our way through the sixth parak, the parak of Metzius Taisha, where we began as we are discussing that which a woman is entitled to, and uh, as we embark on the last little chunk before we get to the end of our parak on Daf Ayin Aleph, on Daf Ayin Aleph, rather. So our Gemara picks up with a continuation about the way in which Marukva would go ahead and the way in which Marukva would give tzedakah. So the Gemara describes the fact. That uh, he was a very charitable person. There was a poor person in his neighborhood who he would send money to every erev Yom Kippur. And uh, the Gemara describes the fact that one day he sent the money uh, with his son, and Marukva's son came back and said, um, "You know this uh, this particular ani doesn't need the money." So Marukva asks him, "Why not?" And he says that when I went to the home to deliver the tzedakah, so I noticed that he was uh, living this elegant lifestyle, he was drinking this fancy wine, he was doing all sorts of fancy things, so Marukva, uh responded and says, so, um, so, uh, he goes ahead, and Marukva says to him, "Mefana uh, Kulihai. So he's uh, it seems that he needs a lot. He he doesn't just need this; he needs a lot, which goes back to the Gemara that we spoke about on Daf Samach Zayin of De We have to provide for a person that which they're accustomed to, and says the Gemara that Marukva went ahead and he doubled the portion of tzedaka that he would give to this particular person, and uh, sent it back to him and the next story that the Gamari says was uh, is about Marukva on his deathbed and Marukfa was about to die and he asked his son to uh, bring his khashbin to bring the uh, records that he gave stucco with and the Gamari says that in these records uh, it says that he gave 7000 dinarim that he gave uh, a significant portion a significant portion of money and um Marukfa goes ahead and he says that um basically he has so many more mitzvahs to do. He has to go ahead and he has to, uh, you know, he has to make sure that he's, uh, that he's putting himself, uh, in a position to give more tzedakah because, uh, when a person leaves the world, so the tzedakah is that which stays with them. The money that they attain, the money that they have in this world, uh, is gonna stay with them through the giving of tzedakah. And, uh, what this means practically, so the Arkhashulchan and Yor in, uh, in Rash Mem Tess, Describes that person who goes ahead and gives, uh, half of one's earnings at the time that they're about to, uh, time that they're about to go die. So it's as if you're dividing the Yerusha with, uh, your children. Now, wouldn't want any children to have to, uh, to have to lose out on a Yerusha like this, but according to the Archa Shulchan, that's what, uh, that's what was done. Uh, and therefore, uh, this uh, this statement of Marukva, this idea, this understanding of Marukva, that he went ahead and he uh, provided half of his tzaka before he died because of this famous line: "Zavade Kalili viOrcha Rechikasa." That uh, I only have a few mitzos and I'm on such a long journey. Uh, when I give, I am uh, I am in a state of giving uh, tzaka that's going to reward me lenetzach. Uh, so the Gemara continues and tells a story about Rabbi Abba, another story about uh, incredible tzedakah. Actually, before that story, we have a, uh, a fascinating insight, something that we spoke about even a few daf ago, that the question was asked of uh, Rabbi Lai. So how is it possible that uh, that uh, Marokva was able to do this? We have a concept of Hamavaz, so we spoke about uh, the fact that a person can't give so much more uh, of his uh, of his uh, of his money that he has and uh on Dafnun so we ask this question about how a person is able to go ahead and give more than a fifth of uh, of their money but the Gemara says that over here that the concept of hamvazi zaivazi yoshemi is only bemilay Michaim. Only when he uh, is alive, we're nervous that when a person's alive, they're going to give too much tzedakah and they're going to be required to go ahead and uh, become an ani. But la chermisa But the 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 after a person passes away, so they could go ahead and they can uh, designate, they can point any of their uh, any of their money to uh, to tzedakah, and this is. Again, we spoke about what Chavtzayim uh, points out and Avas Chesed that there are also these circumstances that it would be permitted to uh, give more than uh, more than a fifth. But uh, but either way, that was the question that Rabbi Eli asked about the behavior of Marukva in terms of the giving of tzedakah. The Gamari then at the bottom again of Samach Zayin Am tells another story about Rabbi Abba and Rabbi Abba would go and he would take uh, a lot of money. He would put it in his bag. V'shari leila Chore, He would put his bag uh, on his uh, on his back and he would. Basically, go outside and say and drop money and drop money around, and uh, anybody who came to pick up the money was able to uh, was able to uh, was able to take it. And uh, Rabbi Abba would make sure that uh, that that anybody who's a Ramai, anybody who's a trickster, anybody who's a swindler would not be able to get his hands would not be able to get his hands uh, on on the uh, on the money. To which Rashi explains that he would like slant his eyes. Towards the uh, towards the back of his head to make sure that nobody who shouldn't uh, have gotten the money uh, actually went ahead and actually uh, and actually got it. So we have over here this uh, this uh, famous comment that the Rambam makes, where the Rambam describes the different levels of tzedakah in the Rambam in Hilchos Manusanim in Parak Yod, uh, describes the fact that there are eight levels of giving stucca. Each of them are greater than the next. The highest level of giving stucca, says the Rambam, is to, uh, give another Jew a gift, a loan, some sort of paid work in order to, uh, make him economically stronger, to give him a better financial situation so that he doesn't have to go ahead and that he doesn't have to, uh, he doesn't have to beg. And the bottom level, according to the Rambam, is giving somebody tzedakah, but doing it with uh, with a frown on your face, not being excited to do it, not being happy to do it, going ahead and giving somebody tzedakah uh, in a situation that uh, you make them feel bad about having to go ahead and about having to accept the tzedakah. So as the Gemara continues, so um, uh, we have a, uh, a fascinating discussion in the world of tzedakah. And we know with the upcoming holiday uh, of Purim, we have a, a mitzvah of Matanos Levionim. So, um... Or Zilberstein in his uh in his safer Hashuki Hemed asks Matanoslavion Basiser Obim or Panim Is it better to go ahead and is it better to give um is it better to give Matanoslavionim uh in private? and uh nobody should know or is it better to do it or upon him to do it but to do it so uh in such an excited fashion so reszheving quotes the the Aruch in and Simon mem test in Seif vav uh and uh that is a quote from the rambam where the rambam again describes that there's shmona milosish piztaka and uh to describe all these different uh, all these different levels and uh, ultimately reszheving comes out with the following conclusion and he says that when it comes to matanos levionim, there's an elevated element of simcha that's supposed to exist for the giver and for the taker. The matanos is not your average type of tzedakah that we go ahead and 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 give and therefore, since matanos Levionim is unique, so we can go ahead and we can uh, give matanos Levionim in uh, in uh, in public. And uh, therefore, if Zilberstein comes to that conclusion that uh, you should go ahead and do whatever you could to give the ani, uh, the simcha that the ani uh, that the ani wants as a result uh, of uh, of perim. And uh, this elevated element of simcha is uh, essential to the fulfillment of the mitzvah of. Of Matanos We have another story about the giving of Tzedakah of Rabbi Hanina, that there was a particular Ani that uh, he would give four Zuz every year of Shabbos. And uh, one day, Rabbi Hanina sent the money with his wife. And when she came back, she said, again, similar to the story that we saw above, that uh, the Ani doesn't need the money. So he asked her, he said, what did you uh, see that, that brings you to the conclusion that he doesn't need this money? So... Um, uh, the wife of Rabbi Hanina, she responded and said, uh, you know, how this person would like to, uh, would like to eat. Would you like to eat on, uh, all sorts of, uh, fancy, uh, cutlery with fancy tablecloths or, uh, silver and gold and all these types of things. So that led Rabbi Hanina, uh, and his wife to, uh, to assume that this family doesn't need, uh, doesn't need the money. But Rabbi Hanina knew that this was a fake honey. So, uh we had over here somebody who uh, unfortunately was uh, was a swindler we have somebody over here that uh, that uh that uh was was faking the fact that they needed uh that they needed to t- t- they needed tzedakah. and uh, Rabbi Khanina was under this impression that um that uh that this uh that this particular person uh wasn't a uh, an authentic tzedakah neater. and um, the Gemara tells us over here that Rabbi Hanini responded. He said, "Thank God there are these tricksters out there, because if these Ramayim didn't exist, so we'd be sinning all the time by not giving Anim tzedakah. We don't know who is a real and we don't know who is a fake Ani. So uh, therefore, you know, we have to, uh, we have to, uh, we have to thank these fake Anim because the fake aniim." Aren't mechayv to give tzedaka in such a uh, in such a fashion? So we have to determine, and the Gemara is going to go on to try to uh, understand who is a fake ani, who is a real ani, and what goes into the uh, the uh, the description and uh, really financial statement of what it means to be an ani. And according to the Meiri, based on our Gemara, that unless you know otherwise, you can't assume that this particular person is a rama. You can't assume that they're a trickster, that they're making something up, that they're lying. You have to assume that they're telling. That they're telling the truth, and uh, again, as we make our way through these uh, through these Gemaras about. Uh, about uh, about tzedakah, there are so many mamare chazal that are so essential and fundamental to our understanding uh, of giving to other uh, of giving to other people. So we have the gemara over here uh, as well that somebody who is uh, who removes his eyes from poor uh, a poor person called a malam kochavim that somebody who doesn't give tzedakah it's as if they served avodesara, which is a uh, a wild uh, connection and a wild thing. Why is it that somebody who doesn't give tzedakah uh it's as if they go ahead and they're serving other gods they're serving Zarah. what's the shot uh with uh with this uh with this connection and the Gemara goes on to describe why uh why that would uh, why that would be there's a beautiful sefer that Revolbi, Shlomo Volbi writes that's called Mitzos Shekulos. and uh, in that sefer Volbi describes the fact that uh if you don't give tzedakah, so you feel like you're the bailum on your money, that all of my money belongs to me. And uh, you think about the fact that, you know, the money is mine. I made all of the money. The money came to me uh, by way of natural uh, by way of natural work. And therefore, I deserve the money. And Ravobi says that an attitude like that when it comes to our finances uh, is So what we have over here which is actually based on this week's Parsha, where we have a pasak kol nediv libo, yiviyah uh, as chiruma sashem, and uh, we have the concept of giving chumo. we have the concept of being, a And we do our best to be as uh, as uh, magnanimous as we possibly could to provide, to do, to give uh, as much stukka as, uh, as we are able to go ahead and as we are able to do so. There's another Shiley here from Rav Zilberstein where we have a Gabai Shahitr Mesat Lidalarim Vatorim Meskavin So, in general, the shul uh, would, uh, when the person would get an aliyah, so they would say that they're going to pledge X amount of dollars to the shul and uh, everybody cuts up there and says that they'll give, you know, $100 whatever it is and then the next guy gets up and he says I'll give 100 also and he had in mind to give 100 shekels but the minhug of the shul was to give $100 so what should happen uh, in uh, in such a in such a situation and the gemara uh, continues to describe this world of giving tzedakah. and the gemara says that es inov, that's somebody who blinds a person's eye, or Bitno, or somebody goes ahead and they like bloat their stomach. They do uh, you know, they make themselves off like they're anivam kapeach They hurt themselves uh in order to uh to get stucca, in order to receive stucca, in order to uh, you know, uh put themselves in a position to accept stucca. So you know, nifter they're going to get those types of things, they're going to get those uh experiences, those afflictions that they claimed to have had, and that's the way that a kashbarchu uh, is uh, is going to uh, is going to uh to want to, to, to run the world. And the Gemara continues and says that <inaudible> if somebody needs Tzaka sorry doesn't need stucca and they go ahead and they take tztucka because they describe themselves to be in a particular situation they're going to find themselves in such a situation uh, which is uh, an unfortunate reality so we try to make sure to take stuka and to have stuka in situations that um that we are uh, that we are going to need and as the Gemara goes on daf the Gemara continues to describe this uh the world of an Ani? What is an Ani? What makes up an Ani? Based on the Neshnayos uh, in the 8th parak of Meseches Peah. And uh, who is required to, uh, to go ahead and uh, to sell their utensils, to sell their home, to sell their items in order not to be in the category of being an Ani? And is this person required to go ahead and is this person... Uh, required uh, to do so. What level is a person able to spend in order to avoid finding themselves in the category of being an ani? And we have a mishnah in the middle of Dafsa and Aleph, where the mishnah uh, describes. We have a female Yesoma, she ama Oakha midaita. So we have this female yisoma who was married off by her mother or her brothers, and she uh, gave permission to go ahead, and she gave permission to do so. And, uh, the dowry that was assigned to her. And, uh, basically our Mishnah and our ensuing Gemara describes what she is going to be entitled to without her father around, now that her brothers and that her mother uh, are representing her, and what role, uh, you know, the, uh, the other family members are going to play in her. Uh, in her uh, in her life, and the Gemara tells us, and the la- the Mishnah t- tells us, rather in the last line of the Mishnah, that we're So we appraise, we go ahead, and we try to uh, come to an estimation as to what the father uh, would have wanted to go ahead and would have wanted to uh, to give her, and we uh, then. Uh, put together a dowry based on our uh, understanding of who this father was and what his uh, financial capabilities uh, really and his personality uh, actually was, which leads us to the, uh, the comment of the Rambam in Hilchos Deos, where the Rambam describes the fact that there are all sorts of midos that a person possesses, that in every area of life we have uh, all of these character traits. And the Rambam says uh, in Hilchos Deos that, Deos Harbi, yesh the kol Viechad Adam, that everybody has different uh, traits. And uh, some people uh, possess more of them, some people possess less of them. And we have people that are big, ka uh, they're very angry people all the time. And then there are other people that are very, uh, very even killed. And then there are people that don't get angry and do get angry. And there are people that are uh, haughty and people that are uh, 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 arrogant and people that are lowly. And continuing on in the Gemara, the Gemara describes, uh, in the Rambam, rather, the Ram the describes that people who give in to their taivas and don't give in to their taivas. Then there are people who love money based on the Pasuk of Oiv Kesef, Lo Yispa Kesef and the fifth parak of the Megillah of Kohelas and uh, the role that a person stuck is going to play in uh, in uh, in uh, in their life uh, based on this Pasuk of Oiv Kesef, Lo And the Rambam continues, and the Rambam says basically that there are two different uh, two different uh, midos that we have that a person has to find what he calls the golden mean between these two uh, between these two midos. And the Ramam says that when it comes to arrogance, when it comes to gaiva, and when it comes to kas, a person has to find the middle category, the middle line between these two things. So as the Gemara goes on, uh, down through Daf. Ches. So the Gemara uh, continues to describe the world of this Isoma, how much she's entitled to, the dowry that she uh, is able to bring to the marriage, and all of the discussions with regards to uh, her taking from her father's estate and uh, what that's going to mean vis-a-vis what she is worth financially. And that is Adaf Samach Ches. We make our way towards the end of this uh, incredible sixth perak of Shaskatan and uh, continue to learn Meseches Ksubos together.